hello 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 everyone welcome to a new week of am i worthy the podcast your first time tuning in welcome 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 this is gabby thorne i hope that you've had an amazing week and everything because y'all oh my goodness may is ending but guess what the year is still going come on god is still good come on you still got breath in you come on come on come on come on Uh, If you've had a week and it has not been amazing, then maybe you just need to shout. Maybe you need to be praise dancing or something around your house, but maybe you just need to do something for yourself. So you're a person, you did not have a great week, then hey, go do something for yourself. Self-care looks different for every single person. For me, it is cooking, which for me right now, I am having a hard time because I'm fast. I'm in a time of like fasting and prayer. Um, and it is very hard because I want to go in my kitchen and I want to cook. But hey, it's all worthy and it's all for his glory. Okay, so y'all, 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 today. Guess what today we're going to talk about? Mm, think in your head. I'm going to give you like five seconds to think. And maybe some of you guessed it. Maybe some of you didn't. But today we're going to talk about singleness, right? We're going to talk about um, just how to have quality over quantity. And I'm talking about time. I'm talking about what you're doing. I'm talking about everything, even the way you think. I'm talking about everything, how to expand what you have while also at the same time still glorify God in everything that you do while at the same time, just not become so anxious about being single, right? So a mix of all the sort, whether you're single, you're um, divorced, widowed, or you're just like me, you're a person, you're single, and you know that there's a person that God has for you, and you know that you have a calling to be a wife, a mom, whatever one day, but you're in a season of singleness, right? So girlfriend, I'm gonna help you out, okay? All right, so this... Today's episode really came from everything that I have seen on Instagram over the weekend, right? Or even today. Okay, so I saw one person get married and then I saw another get engaged. And I was just thinking, wow, we're still in this season. Like people are still getting married and engaged and just, oh my goodness. It just feels, it just feels like a lot. So say for like, it's it's crazy to me still when people have children and or my age or anything. Maybe be, I think it might become real for me when I'm at that stage, but I'm still not, and I'm happy to not be at that stage yet. But it's just crazy, and I started to think of how if I would have saw these posts um, a little like maybe a couple of years ago or whatever, then my mind might have been a little different, right? So say for some of you, you see these posts when and the next person had a baby again, this other person got pregnant again, this other person um might've lost her child or this other person got married for like how many times has she gotten married or something like that. And within all of this, the word that comes to my mind is contentment. When we are people and we are single and we are so focused on God, it is going to produce contentment, right? Just like within Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This is Paul saying um, in the when you read this in the message version of whether a bound or a base, which is which is basically saying whether I'm good or whether I'm really bad, whether I'm doing really low, I know that I can do all things through Christ, right? Because it's in Christ that who is my strength, my refuge, my fortress and everything, right? And so 
you don't understand how just to be content, be content within this or whatever is first. Like when you see these posts with people who are engaged or whatever, I'm going to say stay in your lane. I've, I had a podcast episode. It was probably December or around that time of, um, called stay in your lane. And I will very, I would highly encourage you to go back and listen to that. Right. And I'll put the link in the show notes so you can just click on it and go to it. When you stay in your lane and you stay in everything that God has you doing, whether this is work, whether it's career, whether this is fitness, going to the gym, something that I know I need to do too, whether it's, um, cooking, whether it's cleaning, whether it's, uh, working at a daycare, you work at a call center, whatever it is, right. It's being content in this while also at the same time staying in your lane. Now, with staying in your lane, it doesn't mean that you don't, it also does not mean that you don't look for greater opportunities, right? Say for instance, you're a person, you want to advance your career. You know that the place that you're, the place that you're in, right, is not your end goal. That's okay. While also at the same time, be content. There's so much within this financial sphere of financial freedom, financial independence, which is basically getting out of debt, living a life where you're not in debt and so much more um, than that really is about um, having freedom of your time, your schedule, which is just so amazing, which is a goal I have. Well, also at the same time, I have over this year, I have realized that I even have had to um, watch or be careful of or really filter, that's the word, filter the things I hear because there is so much within the financial freedom, financial independence community that says, dude, don't be content. Like you hate your nine to five, just um try to get out of it and this and that. Like I understand the end goal of wanting to get out of a certain situation while back to what I was saying was staying in your lane and the danger of not filtering um, financial freedom or whatever is that we can get to a part when we're not content, right? And that um, these people say that um, to make money, to get out of debt, it means you, you're not content, but that's not biblical. It's just not. Look, go on something called the Bible app, go on something called Bible Hub, go on something called Bible Gateway, go to whatever of these tools or even do a Google search of contentment within the Bible and you will see verse after verse after verse. Why? Because God wants us content. He wants us to love him. Just like the first commandment, love the God with all your heart, soul, and mind. What is what is that? That's, that is contentment in him. That is loving him right in everything. Okay, so be content. And then you're a person you want to advance yourself in everything. A scripture that I would advise you to meditate on, especially if um, you we, like, of course, we women, we want to um, raise our finances and everything while also at the same time, be content, be content in every circumstance, just like within Hebrews. Um, but also another scripture that comes to my mind is Luke 16.10, right? This is after Jesus tells the parable of the dishonest manager, right? And so it reads, whoever is faithful in very little is also faithful in much. And whoever is unrighteous in very little is also unrighteous in much. And then verse 11 reads, so if you have been faithful with worldly wealth, who will trust you with what is genuine? And if you have not been faithful with what belongs to someone else, who will give you what is your own? No servant can serve two masters since either he will hate one and love the other or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Real quick, I'm talking to women who are single and we want to advance our careers or whatever. That 
last verse, you cannot serve both God and money. Please don't ignore it. Please don't ignore it. Yes, it's amazing and everything to want to be out of debt, to want to make six figures, a million dollars one day. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But it becomes a problem when we idolize it. It becomes a problem when we want anything before God, anything. And I promise you, it's just not um, it's just not worth it. Like even a year ago, God had put me and revealed to me how real estate was an, was an idol um, for me. Like I wanted it. Like I thought I wanted God more than it, but no, when I, cause when it really came down to it, no, I didn't. And thank God he put me purified out of that or whatever. Cause I, I'm like, mm, if I do it one day, if I don't, okay. At your time, your time. And so y'all, like that last verse says, you can't serve both God and money. Um, and like I said, be content with the job you have while look for new opportunities, but then also just don't miss God within the race and everything, right? And so also another way of being just being content is to become secure. And when I say become secure, I'm saying if God would tomorrow was to change the situation, your living situation, your financial situation, your health, anything, if God was to change it tomorrow, we have to be so secure in knowing him and loving him and believing that he is the um the cornerstone in everything of our lives. So say, for instance, you want security from a man or whatever. When you have times that you feel like that, I will encourage you to go to Psalms. Look up, um, just like I said, looking up the word contentment, because that's the first step of something, something, what some of y'all need to do is look up contentment. But then uh, another part of this is just, and then also, just like what I said, with contentment, same, same instructions, go on Bible Hub, go on Gateway, go on whatever and look up the word fortress look up the word yeah look up that word fortress and look what comes up for instance i just did this on bible hub and what came up psalm 46 1 what does it read god is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble therefore we will not fear though the earth gives away though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea and then Psalms 9, 9, the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Mm, what does Psalms 31 read? What does it read? What does it read? Psalms 31, 3, you are my rock and my fortress for the honor of your name. Lead me out of this danger. Pull me from the trap of the enemy set from me for I find protection you alone. And I'll encourage, and I encourage you that when you are reading Psalms 31, you're reading whatever book within the Bible, um, to look at the context, right? Say for instance, in a, an inductive Bible study, I'm going to talk about this more in, um, September because I got something coming soon. Okay. But an inductive Bible study is basically when you're studying the Bible, right? But you're looking at layers and layers. So say for instance, if um, I'm reading uh, Joshua when there was war and stuff going, when there was war and everything, right? I'm looking at what is the characters? Like who, like what, what is this war? If I'm looking at David and Goliath, well, who really was Goliath? Well, who really was David? What was the region? What was the climate of this and everything and just like that or i'm looking or i'm in the new testament and i'm looking at how when jesus went um village to village when he was on his way to jerusalem and he was still preaching well what was this on this way to jerusalem route that's an inductive bible study is looking at one verse or one portion like say for instance um if i'm like right now i'm studying luke right and I am just looking at Luke 1, 1, 1 through 16. I'm only looking at a portion. It could literally take me a couple of days just to look at that one portion. 
that's an inductive Bible study. And that's something I would um, encourage you um, to do. And it's it's just asking so many questions and just looking at the Bible so deeply. But it's so amazing. Oh, my goodness. I don't know how I got to that real quick. But OK, let's hop back on um, to what I was saying. Um, yeah. So look and in, look into Psalms and. Yeah, because God's your fortress. If you want, and then also something else, if you like feel you miss security from a person or you want that, is sleep with a long pillow. Y'all, let me tell you, long pillows save lives. Let me tell you, when I was not, um, when I was not messing around with, um, these, like with dudes or whatever, cause for me, I like dudes who like have big shoulders, like they go to the gym, stuff like that, right? I ain't have no big dude, um, you know, like sleeping next to me or whatever when I had stopped, um, thank God when I had stopped doing what I was doing. And so when I invested and I started to sleep with my long pillow, it's, it just started to make me feel like, okay, I can do this thing called singleness. Okay. I don't have to, um, you know, just be, have like another dude laying next to me or whatever. So y'all get a long pillow cause it's going to change your life. And then final point, um, real quick before we head out, this episode was supposed to be so much shorter. I apologize, but, um, this is for the people who are single. So you, who are single, but you know you want to get married one day while also you're just having a hard time is do this. If you don't do anything, if you don't, well, first I'll say read your Bible. That's the one thing that you, um to do. But something from this episode that I would really encourage you to do is this point. Like the moment after you hear me say this one step, you should just go do it. You don't even have to listen to the rest of the episode, honestly. So this is it. Number three, set one goal for five years from now or set one goal that you want to accomplish before you get married y'all this is so vital because in going through this process of setting this goal and then working at it or whatever is going to change you yeah i promise you it's going to change you and so when i say set a goal for before when you get married you don't have to have a partner to accomplish this Mm, you get do you understand what i'm getting at you don't have to have someone with you you don't have to have a spouse you don't have to have a fiance you don't have to um even maybe have the finances that you think you need to have to start something to launch something if god says you need to birth something do you need to birth it right so whatever you are at in everything you just have to know that you just have to go but then with setting a certain goal is work at it break it up into parts right so i'm going to use we use the goal that i've been talking about um if you listen to the last couple of my episodes is that i want to pay off debt within the next three years five years will be the will be the max right but three years is my goal why because a I want to be out of debt by the time I turn age 25. Um, but then, or when I, during the time that I'm 25, but then also with that, I do not want to walk into marriage with debt. And so with you, your goal might be financial or maybe your goal might be physical. Let's be straight up. Men like to, how do I say this without being rude? Like let's, so say, for instance, maybe your goal is not a financial goal. Maybe it's a different type of goal. Maybe it is a fitness goal. Maybe it is, hey, I want to get in shape. I want to be strength. I want to be strong. I want to be trained in everything before 
my future husband comes. That's not a bad goal to have. Let's be real. If we're going to get married one day, we're going to have to lay down with that person and everything. And so if we're getting fit or whatever and we are physically exercising um, by the time we are at the place when we need where we want to be with a person, do you get what I'm saying? Hint, hint, wink, wink. That's what I'm talking about. But when we are at that point, we're so fit, we're so exercised, so we're ready. We're on the, we're on the go. We're on the go. Do you get what I'm saying? I hope you do. But it's just something like that. Um, so yeah. And then maybe your goal um maybe isn't even tied to before you get married again, because um that's not something that you want. That's okay too. I encourage you to set a five year goal. Because when we set a goal and but then also when we have accountability paired with it, y'all, it's just we just don't know what's gonna happen. All right, so y'all, I love you so much. Um, I hope that you had an amazing rest of your week. So I love you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Good night. I love you, honey.